Hey guys, this is Precious Detina, and welcome to the Unmothered and Unbothered podcast. This is a place where we talk all forgiveness, healing, and thriving in life. This is a place where we release shame through truth. This is a place where we pass no judgment and we tell our stories so that we can free ourselves. Welcome to the Unmothered and Unbothered podcast. So if you're a returning listener, you know how I feel about you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. It really feels so good to know that what I am doing is being received. It is appreciated. I already know that it is a void. I know that it is something that um, most people do not do. And I just want to thank you for supporting me. If you are a new listener, welcome. Hey, Al. You listened to my podcast for a reason. You were directed here. You were moved here, moved to listen and come here. And um, I appreciate you for that. I do want to ask a request if you are a returning listener or if you are a new listener however it goes can you please go to itunes and rate and review the podcast because i'm looking i'm like my spins don't add up to my reviews like we gotta get on that y'all all right five stars would be great but whatever you want to say whatever you want to score um score rate yeah whatever it's up to you do what you feel moved to do because i'm big on that But I just want to take a minute to say thank you and to let you know I appreciate you. All right. So enough of that. You guys are in for um, a heck of a treat. I have an interview with my mother for you guys today. Miss Rose. So I never say her name just because I don't know. You know, I didn't know. I never asked her if she wanted me to say her name, whatever. Plus, she has a nickname um, she doesn't really go by anymore. But I just grew up hearing it. So I didn't know if I was to use that or what. But she introduced herself as Miss Rose. Um, you'll hear in a minute. And um, we did this interview in February. I looked at the date. It was the 23rd of February. So I've had it since then. And I was not going to release it immediately. I knew that up front. I don't know what I was waiting on, but I knew that it wasn't the time. Why it wasn't the time, I still I, I still don't know. And why the time has come now, I, I don't know. But that's why I always preach. Oh, I shouldn't say preach. But that's why I always push for you to follow what you feel, what feels good to you. And just do that. And you'll know what you're supposed to do. I've had a couple people, um, including a good friend, you know, mention like, when will we hear from your mom? Like, you know, that's really what I thought this whole show was going to be. This podcast was going to be about just kind of like hearing the inside stuff with you and her and um having her on the show has always been the plan but unless you've had to rebuild your relationship with your mother you have no idea how hard it is to say yeah you know I'll have her on it's, it seems easy for those that have a great relationship with their mom because it's like you know she'll do it even if you know she's uncomfortable So the situation was a little bit different for me. And so I didn't pay that any attention. Like I knew what I was doing. um, And I just, 
ignored it. Instead of me explaining the difficulty in it, instead of me explaining that I didn't know if she wanted to do it, I just, you know, it'll come, you know, in time. And um, it did. So this is really good. I, I never listened to my podcast episodes more than once. I always listen to them right after I record, whether it's solo or whether it's an interview and do whatever I need to do to it. And then I release it and that's it. Now, I did make a mistake um, a couple episodes ago when I interviewed Brenna Wilder because um, I added music to our episode after I listened to it and I didn't listen again. And the music was so loud that we could barely hear us. And I didn't realize that till a couple weeks in. So I just took the music off. But um, the music came from the app. Like the app normally adjusts so that you can hear. So I was a little surprised. But I did apologize about that and and republish it. But um, this interview with uh, my mom, I didn't listen to it until two days ago. We recorded in February. I didn't listen to it until two days ago. And when I tell y'all, this junk's so good. And it's only good, like, it's not even really, it's not the content that I'm speaking of. It is the rapport. It's the, the vibe that we have. It's good because this interview for me shows you guys that everything that I'm saying to you about what I've done during this process has worked because you have to remember there's a time that I did not want to talk to this lady. I would walk into a room and not acknowledge she was even in there. I went years without talking to her, no text, no emails, no voicemails, no nothing, full of anger, full of um, disappointment, full of frustration, confusion, and just bitter and just angry, resentful. I did not want to deal with her, period. You could not have given me $100 to even say, hey, like I was that done. And I am the type of person, because I don't bother people, because I like to mind my business and my life, like, you know, I have my friends and we talk about what we talk about. But as far as dipping into people's lives and their business and like, hey, girl, you, I heard this and you need to do like, I've never like been that person. So when somebody bothers me and somebody does me wrong, I have a really bad habit of being super, super nasty. Like when you, it's kind of like if, if you continue to poke me, do not tell me how to react. Once I start to react to you, don't tell me like, that's too far. Calm down. Don't do that. Cause you ask for this. You ask for this. Cause I don't bother nobody. That's kind of how I felt as far as me and my mom. Like I felt for so long, like my attitude, my nastiness, me being standoffish is justified. It's justified because she didn't raise me and I went through a lot of things. And so she deserved this attitude. I'm not stunning her. I don't care. So to hear how we can sit and talk and laugh during this interview ain't nothing but the Lord. Like this is God because y'all, it would have, I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. I can hear the growth 
I can really hear the work. I can hear the prayers. Like I can hear that the things that I talk to you guys about, it is so validating. I knew it worked because I know how I feel. But when you hear this, you're going to be like, oh, wow. You know, I would have never thought. But she does mention, she mentions a few things. You'll hear it. I'm going to come back at the end um, for like brief time because this has been way too long already. And I'm going to um, check in with y'all. But anyway, y'all listen. And if this is your first time, listen. But you're going to have to go back too so you can get the full story, you know, kind of of where we used to be. But if you've been listening, I know y'all ready because I'm ready to. And hey, don't forget to uh, do what? What's your assignment? What's your homework? Rate and review. Rate and review. I'm not a rapper or nothing, but rate and review. All right, here you go. This is Miss Rose. Hi, guys. We are back. We are back. And I have a very special guest. I know I say that every single time because everybody is special. And all of you are very special to me. But this is a guest that you all have been waiting for, even if you didn't know you was waiting. Guess who I have? Y'all supposed to ask. Who? I heard you. Mm Mm-hmm. I have my mother on here. Say hi. Hello. Introduce yourself. I'm Miss Rose. I'm Precious Mom. She sound all nervous, y'all. I don't know why. I really am. Why are you nervous? I've never done this before. I've spoken, but I always speak to people who are before me. So I can see their body language and their countenance. And, um. But this is better this is because you can't time. see them. Yeah. Okay. She's nervous. It'll, it'll wear off. It'll wear off. But anyway, I wanted to, um, a couple people have asked me about having her on. And I had someone say, well, that's what I thought your whole podcast was going to be about. And, um, of course, that came from someone who has never had to rebuild a relationship with their mom. They didn't understand. And, you know, I. That's why you have to be very confident and secure in who you are and in what you're doing and not to be swayed to do things the way that other people want you to do. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew that eventually that this would happen. So I just, you know, said, oh, you know, okay, cool. You know, maybe one day. But today is the day. So thank you for yeah. being on. Um, I'm in, I came to Birmingham, so I am actually face-to-face with her. We're not on the phone. I normally do, you know, interviews over the phone. So we are sitting here together. And one of the first things I wanted to ask is how do you feel about my podcast? I love your podcast. I absolutely love it. I know that it's helping a lot of people. It's helping a lot of people. I love it. Um, I'm hopeful that one day I'll have my own podcast. But I feel like this fits you and that you are the person that that to be out front doing what you're doing. I think that is great. So people ask me all the time, why um, would I have a podcast that it's truth telling on my end, but it's exposing you. It exposes the relationship. Sometimes whoever else I add in, if I talk about my brother or um, my dad, sometimes my sister, um, and I tell them, you listen, and they're like, really? Why is it okay in your eyes that I have this podcast? And, and why, why aren't you offended by it? Because it's the truth is the truth, you know. And I'm okay with 
it being pain shared is pain lessened. Mm -hmm. The more I share my pain and my pain is shared, it's the less of a burden I have to bear alone. Um, and I, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. Um, I love what's going on between us now. You mm -hmm. know, she's actually here in my house doing her podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I and, am doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And um, as time moves on, I believe I'm supposed to speak to you guys about self-love. Mm -hmm. So we're going to um, get into that, too. That's going to be really the main thing that we do talk, we talk about because we were trying to decide what we would talk about. And at first it was going to be different questions or, but the thing about a podcast is it can be one time or it can be multiple times. You know, this doesn't have to be the last time. Mm -hmm. So whatever, uh, I was going to send her some questions and I didn't. So she asked me about it the other day when I told her I was coming and I said, well, I haven't really been led to send questions. I just think it's going to work itself out. Mm -hmm. So then she sent me a text and said, I just feel like I'm supposed to, um, talk about self-love. can hear that. Okay. Um, self-love. And I was like, that's perfect. That's it. I knew it was going to work out. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to my podcast, I always tell you that self-love is the key to everything. Mm -hmm. I just think if you love yourself at first and, and you are going to change your life, the way people talk to you, the way people mm -hmm. treat you, the way you treat yourself, yeah. Yeah. the things that you do for yourself, yeah. you know, the things that you want. So that's perfect. And a perfect segue into, um, she's telling me to be quiet, y'all, because yes, I'm stealing her thunder. Stealing my message. But okay, I'm it's sorry. My message is. But that. I, I do want to go ahead and just say, mm -hmm. anything else before we get into, um, the self love part that you want to say. Before we get into that, I'm yeah. ready to get right into Oh, she's that ready to get. That right she's ready to get right into is self the to the key. It's the foundation. Yeah. And a lot of, and mostly in black um, um, households, um, there's no talk about self-love. It's none. It's, and, and, and the strange thing about it that I come to find out and realize, it's not even in the Bible. They tell us to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love thy neighbor as thyself. But you can't find where it says love yourself. And it, to me, that blew my mind. But I know it's very important to love yourself because when you start loving yourself, then you start drawing boundaries. And when you start loving yourself, you'll find that certain people will drift off and move away from you. And some some people will stick around. And the ones who stick around may not stay um, later on down the line because everybody's not meant to be on your journey all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. You know, all the way to the end. So, um, self-love is a must. It's, it's something that, that, that we must do. And I hate that it's not taught in church, it's not taught in school, or in the households. But, um... I think that in black families, or even in, just in, in the black, within the black culture, mm -hmm. I think that there is a certain, um air that black people had like it may not be self-love that you're taught but i feel like i'm taught i was taught to be proud mm -hmm. of who i am mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh i think self-love is something that you do have to be taught mm -hmm. whether mm -hmm. you're teaching it to yourself mm -hmm. or whether you know it's, mm -hmm. it was taught to you growing up mm -hmm. but i do think that um there are a lot of people 
African-Americans mm-hmm. specifically that are proud of mm-hmm. who they are as far mm-hmm. as being black and be, but they, they don't love themselves right. enough. So right. I, I understand what you mean by and, not being taught. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are not taught. That's why you see a lot of them out here walking around confused and lost. But in my, and that's my opinion. Yeah. That's my opinion. Um, I, I, I know what I did to, um, Learn to love myself. Well, go back. You said, you told me that if you loved yourself, there would have been if, a lot of things in your yes. life that you did or went of through. Course. You wouldn't have been a, had to go if through. If I loved myself, I would have never been an absentee mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if I loved myself, I would have taken better care of myself and I wouldn't have used the drugs to medicate mm-hmm. my pain. I would have wanted to like go handle it. So I could be, cause one thing, let me say this, mm-hmm. you cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. And I know you would love to think that, oh, I love myself. I love my kids. I love my mom, my dad. But that's, that's, that's the illusion that's been created because you got to have self-love first. Self-love, like I was saying earlier, means boundaries. It means some people got to go. Everybody can't go to the next level with you because everybody is not going to be happy with you because they so comfortable with who you are right now that when you begin to change, they're going to begin to change. Some for the good, some for not so good. But the ones who leave wasn't meant to be there anyway. Well, you talk about boundaries, and and I, I get a lot of questions about Boundaries. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of questions mm-hmm. about um, how do um, women draw boundaries between them and their abusive moms, narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And I told you the other day, and I'll say, and I've said it on here before, that you weren't around, you were absent, mm-hmm. but you're not a narcissist. You mm-hmm. don't put put us down, me and my mm-hmm. brothers. You don't try to make us feel mm-hmm. guilty, or or you don't gaslight and. Um, it's like, oh, no, you know, I didn't say that and make us feel like we're crazy, you know. And I'm, pretty, I'm glad because that's a whole different set of issues yeah. that I would have had to deal with. But I, I get a lot of messages and interact with a lot of women that they are adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, and some of them with their own husbands mm-hmm. and kids mm-hmm. and their moms still run their lives. And they ask me, how do I create those boundaries? And I always say, you're going to think I'm crazy, but the answer is is Mm self-love. And and that's why I was so excited when you said, I'm going to talk about self-love. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. And that was a confirmation for me that that needs to be the topic. Mm -hmm. It was confirmation. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't really matter who it is. Mm -hmm. If you love yourself Mm -hmm. and you want to be the best Mm -hmm. mother for your kids Mm -hmm. and and the best wife for your husband, Mm -hmm. like you said, you can't pour from Mm -hmm. an empty cup. Mm -hmm. So your mother, whoever Mm -hmm. talking to Mm me, taken from you and you can't pour into your kids and into your life. Mm -hmm. And so that's the way I try to um, explain it Mm because I don't want to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be responsible for your life and you ain't going to be... I would tell you what I would do. Make I want to make that real clear. It's just suggestions. Right. We can't tell you what to do in mm-hmm. your life. But what has worked in our lives. Right. You touched on how you begin and when you begin to love yourself. Hmm. When did I start loving myself? Was it gradual or did you it see was, it one day? It was gradual. Um, 
I started realizing I need to put some boundaries. I realized through Narcotics Anonymous that I need to stay away from the same people, places, and things that was bringing me down and leading me back down that dark road. Um, and Narcotics Anonymous, do they teach you to love yourself? Everything. Your whole self, good or bad. Gotcha. And and, we, and, and this is what I love, the difference between going to church and going there is because the people, everybody's got a story and they're not ashamed to tell it. Right. Because when you're holding on to that and keeping it hid, they call it, you having a reservation. You got a reservation because you might go back, but I don't have no reservations. I don't mind talking about what I did, what I went through. But... um. I do want to say this to the to the young ladies who do want to begin to make a change. I suggest, only a suggestion, that you get you a mirror and you look in that hand mirror every morning before you do anything else. That is setting the tone for the day that you are important and you love you look in the mirror. affirmations yes affirmation mm -hmm. look in the mirror and say to that person in the mirror i love you man it's gonna feel so weird it felt so weird and i couldn't explain the emotions that was going on it felt weird as hell but the next day and the next day right i kept saying until it until it so you believed it, it too. Got, yes so i believe it and it got rooted down in my spirit mm -hmm. okay i love you i love and and once that once you get to a point after you do that for a while you get to a point then you find you another affirmation affirmations save lives yeah i'm writing a book of affirmations are you mm-hmm that's great. I man. started out saying 365, one for each day, but I think it takes longer than a day. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm, I'm working weekly, mm -hmm. but what I'm going to do is mm -hmm. not put a time on it. I'm mm -hmm. just going to make, I want it to be like a stack of like, like cards, mm -hmm. maybe the size of index cards. Mm -hmm. And you just flip them and put them on your mirror mm -hmm. as you mm -hmm. move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do think, yeah. now I don't do outward affirmations mm -hmm. as much. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, we were talking about this earlier. I talk, I'm a, some people talk outward. Some mm -hmm. people want to talk through things with right. people or right. themselves. Right. I am a real thinker. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I think things, that, and that's not always good because sometimes I hold it in. Mm -hmm. Don't realize it until it manifests in my body, until mm -hmm. my head hurts, mm -hmm. my shoulders. But I don't do a lot of outward um, and, and like audible mm -hmm. affirmations mm -hmm. and, and say things verbally. But I do, mm -hmm. even yesterday I had a speaking engagement and I'll talk to myself, mm -hmm. you can do this precious, mm -hmm. you're going to go up here, mm -hmm. you're going to speak clearly, you're going to touch people. Mm -hmm. You know, I was sitting with a real estate agent and an attorney mm -hmm. and some investment bankers mm -hmm. and for a, a split second, I was like, why am I here? And then I was like, oh, precious girl, bye. Man, why are you here? Belong, you right. belong here. What right. you talk? You know, that's, that's me talking right. to myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody else had to tell me mm -hmm. that. But that's just an affirmation. So right. I, I agree right. that affirmations work however mm -hmm. you use mm -hmm. them. What would you say um, to um, someone who, I have a couple mothers that listen, mm -hmm. that their child asked them to listen and they like it. Mm -hmm. Good. What would you say to um, a mother who has, you know, has her kids or raised her kids, mm -hmm. but she knows that, she could have done things better, but she has 
some damage and her own trauma that she experienced that she's never dealt with. Mm-hmm. And she has kids that are adult. They're adults now, but mm-hmm. she wants to heal herself. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's too late? No, never. How never. do you go about healing or, but you know, when you're older? self-love come in. Mm-hmm. So yep. after self-love, self-love is first. After that, mm-hmm. healing and, and, and all of those other things come into place. I feel that once you start working on you with the self with the self love, I feel that all the other things that need work, I because I just feel like you can't do absolutely nothing until you love yourself. I period, agree. Point blank. I agree. I don't care how many games you buy for your children, mm-hmm. and what they really want is your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, and quality time, mm-hmm. but they over there on their game and you over here on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, on the, on your telephone, texting and doing everything else and making that more important. But, um... Your kids my, need you, yes. but in order to be there for them, yes. you gotta love yourself. And all the rest will, come, will show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have a student who always says, there's nothing else I need material. Mm-hmm. I don't need clothes, I got mm-hmm. shoes, I have... But I just tell my mother, she is just, she is toxic. She doesn't tell me she loves me or she mm-hmm. cares or mm-hmm. she's proud of me. Mm-hmm. And she just yells and mm-hmm. always points out the bad things that I do. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't understand that because she thinks because she provides for me that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's she blew my mind because she's so young mm-hmm. to kind of already have a grasp on that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's like her mom is just passing down. This is what we all realize. We can only give what we got. And if you didn't get nothing, you can't get nothing. And that's why you in our... You work on yourself so that you can become um, so loving towards yourself that it's going, it, it just spills over into mm-hmm. your children. Because you're your the children. first teacher. You're, yes. You're their first the teacher. mom is the first teacher. Mm-hmm. When they see you in the mirror saying, I love you, mom want to do that. Can I do that? It, yeah. This is the time. Yeah, you sure can. And then, you know, you do affirmations with your children. A lot of black people grew up um, not knowing the things we know now. Thank God for internet. And I love it because you can use it for whatever. I choose to use it for um, knowledge Mm -hmm. and gain and studies. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is really no excuse as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. You texted me one time and asked me a question. And I said, you can Google it. You was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I can do that. <laughs> you were to say that, <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot you could do that. Um, <laughs> yesterday at the speaking engagement, a lady walked up to me, an older lady, and she said, thank you for um, the work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I went and spoke about, um, and I was telling you this earlier, but yesterday, guys, I did a speaking engagement. My friend Jasmine has a uh, group. Uh, called Black Girls Have Good Credit to started on Facebook with a few members. Now she has almost 6,000 members. Mm. Um, and it's just wow. a network for women, wow. black black girls, black women to um, just help each other and give pointers on credit. Mm-hmm. So she had her first what she called 2020 credit class and I was one of the speakers and real estate agent was there and a um, bankruptcy attorney and investment banker. And I spoke mm-hmm. about why we go into debt sometimes credit card debt and overspending because we're trying to use things mm-hmm. um to yes. suffice and to to yes. give us comfort we're yeah. looking for something yeah. in material things mm-hmm. and you're you're steady buying but you're not feeling any emptiness because that's not the problem 
and I talk to them about getting to the core of what their wounds are, what their yes. issues are, and, and that will help them because it, it helped me. And I was telling them that uh, I wasn't there to 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 really advertise what I do. Mm-hmm. But my friend Jasmine was like, no, tell them about your podcast. And, you know, because yeah. it's her event. I yes. didn't want to plug myself. Right. Right. And so I just I told them it. about the podcast mm-hmm. and everything. And she's like, and tell them about the Facebook group. And, you know, so she's one of those people. It's not about her only. Right. She wanted me right. to tell. So know. a lady walked up to me afterwards and she said, thank you for the work you do. Because mm-hmm. I I didn't have the um, mother that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I was the, the mother that was on drugs. She said, oh, she wow. said I was on crack. That's what she told wow. me for 30 years. Wow. And she said, and my kids won't talk to me. And so she said, maybe one day they will. She's like, maybe they'll listen to your podcast. Yeah. And she said something. I'm going to ask you how you feel about it. She said, I said, well, what ha- what has happened? You know, what kind of work has taken place? And she said, I, I apologize to them, but they just don't talk to me. I told them I'm sorry, but they just don't want to let it go. And that was the thing that I knew was the issue. One of it. One of the issues. I don't know everything. But I said, if you were on drugs for 30 years, why are they supposed to immediately right. accept your apology? Right. They're not. I said, you have to give them time. Yeah. yeah. You have to. You have to yeah. give them time. And she said, but I just feel like they want me to jump through hoops. And they want me to go back and replay their childhood. And I'm not doing that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if she spoke to them like that. Mm. And I said, well, I don't know. You know what they want. I said, but you got to be patient. I said because there was a time I didn't talk to my mom at all, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't want to hear anything. Mm-hmm. I said because their anger is hurt. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about what I told her? I told her that she had to give them time. Just because she apologized right then doesn't mean they're supposed to accept yeah. it. Yeah. If you could give her some advice, what would you say? I would just say wait and be patient. Pray and wait. And do what you can do, um, and let God do the rest. You know, do her part. She can't force feed. Yeah, nobody, mm-hmm. your love, and all that. But um, yeah, yeah, because you don't know how deep that. Everybody's different, uniquely different. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes I used to see kids on like um, Maury Povich or whatever, and their mom was on drugs, and they get out and they go find, get in the car and go find their mom, and they on the stage and still loving on their mom and mm-hmm. loving her despite her addiction. I was like, well, Lord, why couldn't they have that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why can my children be more forgiving? Mm-hmm. And um, because that just wasn't the way it was meant to happen. Mm-hmm. It was meant to happen exactly the way it's happening. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. It took a moment, but it came. And she just needs to be patient. And then also, I feel like she need to, um, to do more of of like a, just be a conversationalist or a good listener versus trying to do all this big grandiose stuff. Just be a good listener. If nothing else, I have nothing to say. I want you to, you just talk. Tell me how you feel. Make it about them. That's what I told her. I mm-hmm. said, I said, well, who were they with while when she was like, oh, my mom, you know. And I, I said, so that wasn't a good. Mm-hmm. She said, mm-hmm. she. I said, well, that's part of it, too. You weren't there, and then they were with someone who had issues, whatever those issues were. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I said, so they didn't have it good at all. What they weren't with a loving person, then you weren't there. So you just gotta. And I told, I said, you gotta. Do you know what they went through? You know, well, they won't talk to me. And I said, well, I don't know. You know, I, but I said, what you said, do your part, mm-hmm. and and, right. and make sure you you are comfortable mm-hmm. saying that you've done what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. And she, I don't understand why they won't let their, they say they don't want my grandkids around me. They don't trust me. I said, well, do they really know you? Right. You're just like letting their kids go with someone that they don't really know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do anything to them. Mm-hmm. But for 30 years, mm-hmm. there's no telling what went on. They, those are their kids. Right back to the self-love. You haven't been very kind to yourself. So mm-hmm. why would I let my children leave and go with you anywhere mm-hmm. until I know that I know that I know that you have gotten mm-hmm. better? Yeah. So I, hopefully one day I'll be able to, my audience will grow to more mothers too, you mm-hmm. know, because that's mm-hmm. not what I made it for. Mm-hmm. But more and more it's every now needed, and then it's more. Mm-hmm. They're listening and, mm-hmm. and they're coming around. Be surprised at the guilt and the shame. And a lot of times that mothers don't come back and try or try to come back in their children's life because of the guilt and that freaking shame. You know, that you feel and then you got questions they gonna ask and you may not be ready to mm-hmm. answer it or prepared to answer it because mm-hmm. you never thought you thought they was just gonna let you slither on back mm-hmm. in, you know, without doing the work and and um it's, that's not the way it is all the time. Some Everybody's different. You know, everybody's cut from a different cloth. The girls I saw on TV loving the heck out of their mom. Crack, I go to the crack house and tell them I'm calling the police if you don't send my mom out of there. Mm-hmm. I felt like I said, why can't I have that kind of look? Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen, I would see stuff like that on TV too, and I mm-hmm. didn't feel like that was what I was, that wasn't my connection. That wasn't who you are. I didn't feel right. that, and I didn't feel bad about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. because I self I love my I knew that my story was my story, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm big on being spirit led. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if something is sitting on my spirit to do something a certain way or mm-hmm. not do something, mm-hmm. then that's what I do. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You mentioned shame, and one thing someone said to me about it is. Um, when a lot of people don't like to tell the truth yeah. about things because of the shame. Mm-hmm. But they said, when you tell the truth, you release the shame. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can bring it back on right. you. Exactly. Throw it in your face. Like you your tell your own, own story. story. You tell your own yeah. truth yeah. and nobody can bring it up because right. you've right. released it. Right. Pull and the it, cover off. Huh? Exposed it and let everybody know. So now what you going to do? Mm-hmm. You can't use that. That's yeah. like you. I don't know if you have seen that movie with Eminem, Eight Mile. You ever seen it? Eight Mile. White, you know, he's a white rapper, mm-hmm. and the I think the movie is based on a, a part of his life, mm-hmm. not his entire life. And he uh, is from Detroit, and he went somewhere to rap, like a rap battle. Mm-hmm. And they would always, when they battled, they would just go to the white, poor white trash. You know, whoever he was rapping against, that would be their go-to. Oh, to call him like white trash and what because you know white well white boy rapping wasn't mm-hmm. really just this thing you saw a lot right. so in one of his final battles he just went in himself like i am white trash i am this my mother is this wow. mama and that was like okay the whole situation. now now what what can you say yeah 
And that's the way I look at yeah. when you tell the truth. Mm-hmm. You just release the shame. You can't mm-hmm. throw it back in my mm-hmm. face. So mm-hmm. I think that it's going to take that lady from yesterday. Yeah. She's going to have to really into her. <laughs> and, and tell her truth to her kids mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what what's going on, what went on, mm-hmm. and just let leave it in their mm-hmm. core. Mm-hmm. Leave the ball in their core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's yeah. see any final remarks self-love do you know how to go about self-love you self-loves self-love you said look in the mirror every day yes is there anything else it works that works that needs to happen for at least six six months to a year every day because we have never ever been taught to love ourselves Mm -hmm. we've been taught that oh that's being arrogant oh you think you better than me oh this oh that because that's what they're going to hear when they when they do a matrix and flip the script and start taking care of themselves and mm-hmm. start having boundaries and not afraid to say no. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of that is going to happen and a lot of people are going to walk away from you. But you always got to remember, the real friends are going to hang around. Mm-hmm. And the ones who leave aren't supposed to be there no more anyway. Mm-hmm. They probably already served their purpose. Because I don't believe in sin. I believe in life lessons. Mm-hmm. I believe we go through this earth. I call it the university of learning. We go through this to learn. You understand what I'm saying? We really do. Because it's not about the destination. It's right. really it's about the journey. the journey. It's the journey for yeah. real. For One real. thing I think helps with, with your loving yourself is writing down or recording. or ha- Record mm-hmm. however you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, good things about yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hard to do for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It may be somebody you love and trust, mm-hmm. somebody that's been around through all of that. Mm-hmm. They can tell you the good things about you. Mm-hmm. I have friends that could tell me mm-hmm. great things about mm-hmm. myself. And a lot of times, some of the things that, that have impacted my life the most, mm-hmm. I didn't see in myself. Somebody else did. Wow. I think when you actually put pen to paper mm-hmm. and write down your accomplishments, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not talking about degrees and, and money because none of that really matters. Mm-hmm. But when you did this and you helped this person mm-hmm. and when this person said you helped change my life here or if you're a teacher and a student mm-hmm. said this, mm-hmm. I'm talking about those things that you could contribute to the world in your own way mm-hmm. that no one else could. Mm-hmm. It'll help you see your place right. and why you are important. Right. If right. you don't love yourself, to me, it's because you don't think that there's anything about you to love. Right. Mm-hmm. So once you begin to uncover right. the things that there are to love, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, okay, it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem loving myself. Mm-hmm. I don't really know mm-hmm. for me. I don't ever remember having low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right. I do remember right. Right. my cousin that I live with. I never say mm-hmm. names on here, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. She, she would try to create insecurities in mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I can remember thinking, nope, that's not true. Right. right. I remember thinking it, yeah. even at 13 and 14. Right. You knew you was better than I that. I knew that that was not true. Right. And I, one thing I learned is never to let someone else project insecurities on you that don't exist. Right. Right. Never let right. other people tell you right. something is wrong with, right. with you. Right. Some people that love you and want to be there for you mm-hmm. can say, well, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes precious, you mm-hmm. you say stuff and it's really mean. Mm-hmm. 
you probably shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. You'll know those people you should listen to. Right. Who mean it mm-hmm. for your good. Yeah, for your good. But exactly. self-love. That is so true. Is And I don't know where. I don't know that I was taught it. Mm-hmm. Maybe indirectly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just always remember mm-hmm. not allowing that cousin to treat me. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I remember telling her mm-hmm. when I didn't like something, even mm-hmm. if I was crying and upset because mm-hmm. I just knew that I didn't deserve it. Right. I, I just mm-hmm. knew. So I thank God for having that inside because that's what that came was from. even about you. We had to wake up and realize a lot of this. I think about people and I think about the world we live in today and I realize that when I'm going out and about taking care of my business and somebody's got an attitude or snappy, I have to remember they got lives too at home beyond this or after this, when they clock out, they got a real life going on. And I have no right to take it out on them or get into a a verbal battle with war or battle with them. Um, because they going through something. Everybody. I don't give a dang how much money you got, where you live, how big your house is, what kind of car you have. You got something going on. Because mm-hmm. of the way the world is, um, the, the matrix. The way it's just life. Things are happening. And so I don't like to, um, and this is, I'm learning, I just a few days ago decided I'm not finna, I'm not going to, um, retaliate the same way somebody may react to me. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. Because I haven't walked in their shoes. Had I been in their shoes, I'd probably be killed myself or something. You know what I'm saying? I have not been in these folks' shoes. Everybody wasn't raised in my house. So, you know, God's made us all what uniquely different from one another. And unconditional love means loving them despite of mm-hmm. the differences God gave them. I'm learning that too, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. Uh, very slowly. Mm-hmm. But um, I've learned how how to choose what I respond to. Mm-hmm. I used to just have to respond to everything. Uh-huh. I, I got. I have uh-huh. to tell you, mm-hmm. not gonna say mm-hmm. this. I gotta get it out. Mm-hmm. I gotta say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell That's my. I tell that. myself, yes, mm-hmm. I believe so. Mm-hmm. I tell myself now, like that, everything doesn't require a response from you. It nobody asks you. Nobody. If you say something to them, it's not mm-hmm. gonna change what they think. Right. And I have really slowly just mm-hmm. been like, okay, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. okay, no problem, mm-hmm. because I do agree with you that. People are fighting battles out here that mm-hmm. we, we don't see, we don't know. Um, and we've all gotten an attitude or snippy or whatever mm-hmm. because of something else that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you do want to extend grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, though, mm-hmm. people will realize. I have students, for example. They come in, they got an attitude. Mm-hmm. I can see it a mile away. And you know what I say to them? You having a bad day? Mm-hmm. Something going on? Yeah, so-and-so going on. And you know, next thing I say... Mm-hmm. I didn't, it don't have nothing to do with me. Right. I don't sure. care that you're upset. That's mm-hmm. that's fine. You can yeah. feel however you want to yeah. feel. Yes. You angry at your mama, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. whoever. Mm-hmm. But no one in this room did it, and you, you can't take it out on anybody right. in here. Right. And I, 100% of the time, mm-hmm. it changes them. Yeah. Because it makes sense. Yes. It. I don't go Definitely. into who you talking to. I'm finna right. what you say mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people they're don't acting because the it's some, exactly it's mm-hmm. and they're gonna explode because they're already angry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. We do need to extend grace. I'm mm-hmm. learning it though, mm-hmm. but you only got now. You only get a little grace now. Mm-hmm. 
You ain't finna dog me out of drag no, me. No, it's a difference. Just like it's a difference between um, self-love and arrogance mm-hmm. and ego. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not you, self-love don't mean that you just um, um, treat people in a bad way because it's all about you or whatever. Self-love is being just simply drawing boundaries and simply saying, no, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Despite what people say, self-love is knowing that some people going to walk away from you, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that self-love is a serious thing. It's a foundation for us. I'm concerned that you build on. Mm-hmm. Because if you um don't have self-love, whatever you try to build on beyond that, it's going to crumble. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord thy God. Mm-hmm. Love the heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. Love your neighbor as yourself. If I'm going to put this out here. If anybody can find in the Bible... Mm-hmm. Where it says, love yourself, I'll give you $100. Uh-oh, let me find it, because my money is a little thin, so, so let me go look. I'm going to take a break. No, we're going to take a commercial break. And let me, um, and that's I, real talk. I, I, I and that know. really disturbed me that it's not even in the Bible yeah. to love yourself. Is it in there in different it's not, wording? It's not, it's not there. Wow. It's not in there. Y'all heard that challenge. Yeah, challenge. But don't come asking me for the money. I don't <laughs> have it. <laughs> I don't have it. I didn't say it. Miss Rose, find yeah. it. Uh-huh. Find uh-huh. it. And I will make sure Miss Miss Jordan get a hundred dollars to get to you. My, you might get seventy five. Oh, because she got a processing have it. fee. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. All right, so we're back, and we will just close out the episode um, with some encouraging remarks uh, to people, women, daughters that are struggling with the mother-daughter relationship. And for whatever reason, you want to talk to the women and just explain about addiction in summary and how they should really, really understand that it's a disease, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a disease, just like cancer or diabetes. And no one woke up and said, I believe I'll get high for the next 30 years. Um, but there is, to the to the people, the young ladies, the people who are listening, there is a group, a support group. It's called Narnon. You can go online, look up. They have them in your community. They are all over there nationwide. And you can sit with people who's going through things very similar. Uh, we're more alike than we are different. If you go to those meetings, you will learn that. that and you'll learn that uh, about the disease of addiction and addict, addictive personality. So you go to those meetings and get you that support group, and you'll, 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 um, you'll be able to share your pain with people who are not going to judge you or um, not going to think ill of you but going to be there to hug you and rock you through it because they understand how you feel. And this is for the family members mm-hmm. of people that are people addicted. People that are right? addicted. Right. Any family members, any. And that may be the addicted person to go to um, Narcotics Anonymous, NA meetings. But you don't have to wait for them to do that. You can just go on your own, Google, find out. Most, a lot of them are in churches, too. Mm-hmm. Churches have it, a lot of non on to help mm-hmm. the people that are connected to 
the um, addict. And if, like, your story isn't my story, maybe your mom didn't have any addictions as far as alcohol and drugs, Mm -hmm. but maybe she is just a toxic person. Mm -hmm. Maybe she raised you and Mm -hmm. um, she made sure you had all your basic Mm -hmm. needs and and, and some Mm -hmm. of your wants, but you were still traumatized. Maybe she wasn't affectionate or emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe she was just Mm -hmm. distant. Mm -hmm you still want to think about what trauma she may have experienced. Mm -hmm. How was she raised? Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, when I asked about the grandmother, Mm -hmm. the grandmother Mm -hmm. treated the daughter similar to how your mom Mm -hmm. treats you. Mm -hmm. And it's a cycle, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, I'm a, I'm a generational curse breaker. Mm -hmm. I, I, the work that I'm doing, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you can break the generational curses within mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. You can't make your mom go to treatment right. or you right. can't make her go to meetings. Right. You can't make her even admit that there's right. some trauma no or that mm-hmm. something is wrong with um, what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But if you are affected by it, mm-hmm. if um, you feel traumatized, if it's something that happened to you in your childhood and you still remember it and it mm-hmm. still has an effect on you, then it's valid. Mm-hmm. Whether she right. wants to admit it right. or understands right. it or sees it or mm-hmm. not. A lot mm-hmm. of times our parents are damaged and they don't even know yes. that they are. Yes. Um, and if I can say yes. this coming from a place of anger that I used to be in, be then you should definitely mm-hmm. take it from me. <laughs> you have to realize, because we're damaged too. Yeah. And we like I know how I felt and how I feel about the relationship that I have with my mother, but I have some things that I have to work on that are residual from my childhood that I don't want to pass on to kids or, or a husband when I get married or, um, how I treat my students and whatever it is, that's how it gets passed. I probably am not aware of it, but it's trauma that happened and that I'm carrying Mm-hmm. And someone right now could be saying, Miss Jordan, she just does. And I don't understand why she does. Well, I probably don't know I'm doing it. I don't realize. Mm-hmm. So just extend the grace that you extend to yourself. Mm-hmm. Extend it out as much as you can to your mom. Yeah. Um, but still sure. create those boundaries that you need. And those mm-hmm. boundaries will come with self-love. Because mm-hmm. we're going to wrap it this thing up with self-love. Right, leads right back to that. Leads right back to it. Mm-hmm. That's it. For now, I'm done. don't forget your mirrors, lady. Don't forget your mirrors, and don't forget to find the scripture and get your seventy-five dollars. Yes, please do, because <laughs> I, I desperately would like to read that for myself. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, y'all get busy. You can email me at unmotheredunbothered at gmail dot com if you want to get your money. But don't ask me nothing about the scripture or you said because I didn't say it. I'm just the messenger, and I'm going to charge you a handling fee on that $100 if you find it, just to let you know. I could be your man, like your manager. You know, the manager get a certain percentage. Night, night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll talk to y'all guys. later. Talking to you guys. All right. <laughs> and wish you the very best. Talk to you later. All right, I'm back. I'm back. So tell me, you liked it? What you think? Tell me what you thought. Mm, it was good, right? And the content was okay, but for me, it was the rapport, the vibe. I'm not used to that, you know. We have not always had that. And so listening back on it, I was like, okay, Jesus.
that it was really like that, you know, like I felt so validated. I know that the things that I share with you guys are my truth. I know it. I know that they are my truths, but I just feel good knowing that you can hear it. You would not know that we had to have the history that we have just by hearing our conversation. You just, you wouldn't know. Um, and so I am just super excited to have shared that with you guys. I want to shout out her. She deserves a shout out as well because I can hear in her and just in our, it's visible in our interactions and in our relationship and our conversations that she's done a lot of work too. And there would have been times in the past when I wouldn't have been able to say some of the things I said in the interview without her being upset or defensive. And even if she felt that when I said something, she didn't show it. So um, I, I really want to make sure I give her her props, shout her out. I'm very proud of the work she's done as well. It's been so much easier to build a relationship with her. And I'm sure for her, it is easier to build a relationship with me because I have been so mean and just really distant in the past. I, re I really was. Um, and I'm not embarrassed to say that because number one is the truth and it shows my growth. It was how I felt at the time. And I don't regret expressing how I felt at the time. So, um, and, and neither should she because she felt the way she felt at the time and it shows her growth as well. So I hope you guys really enjoyed it and I hope that you can see how going from, you know, just not even really even wanting to have a relationship at all and completely ignoring her in my life to being able to sit down with her and have a conversation and laugh and joke is just amazing. It's amazing. So please share this episode with anyone. Um, it doesn't have to be someone who you think will resonate with the content. You just share it as a story of forgiveness, a story of growth, a story of being mature, um, a story of being able to exist in a space space with someone that you once felt um, you had nothing to talk about with them. You had nothing in common. If you're in any groups, you know, I, I see some on Facebook, toxic mother groups. Y'all share my, my show because I feel sometimes like if I share, they're going to think I'm just in here for that. And I don't want to get kicked out because I kind of enjoy it, you know. Um, so share, just share, share. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes and, um, turn on your notifications. So, you know, when I drop another episode, please reach out. You can email me at unmothered unbothered at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at unmothered unbothered podcast. And I am on Facebook at the unmothered unbothered podcast. And I also have a website. I don't be like on it like that. I need to. I got some great blog posts on there. Um, but it's just preciousdetina.com and um, go and peruse. I have some journals on Amazon that I design and I have links on my webpage for that. They're dope. I got like almost 50 up there now. So check them out, guys. I'm trying to do a little something, make a little some shake. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'm out because I'm rambling, but I hope you enjoy and I'll talk to y'all later.